0: You are listening to The Obeka Thoughts. This podcast has been brought to you by The Obeka Realty. My name is Adiola and I am your host. My thoughts, your podcast. Welcome on board. Welcome back to The Obeka Thoughts. How have you been? i hope um you had a great week so far mine was not so so but you know it'll get better (laughs) i'm positive and i hope you're staying strong too whatever it is you're going through it's just temporary nothing lasts forever we don't last forever tough times doesn't last but tough people do so if you wait out i believe you come out strong and positive about that. Hi, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me once again. So, for the question of the week is it advisable to? live with someone you're yet to marry in anticipation of hopes that you will marry them and the category will be for a boyfriend or a fiance so the question came up because a recently engaged couple about they were probably engaged sometime in april or may of this year and we are currently in november and as of October, end of October, the relationship had ended, unfortunately. So, I was asked, would I recommend that or advise that two people that are yet to get married live together? If you're a spiritual person, please pause, stop, and stop listening. If you're overly religious, I mean, stop listening and go to the next episode because you will not like this one, okay? Now that we're alone, when it comes to religion, it's not advisable that you do that. You're supposed to bring yourselves together as one brand new virgins and all of that. God first in all that we do. However, before we can be like God, we have to be like humans, which is learning how to actually survive the world we currently live in. And a lot of things has changed in recent times. That's the reason why it might look as though we are living different from the instructions in our holy books but it's supposed to be a guiding principle if we fall short of living according to the holy book god has the grace has his grace to not only forgive us but also cover us to speak for us and still love us regardless of our imperfections all right so i had to say that disclaimer in case there's any religious person still listening back to the main question why would I advise that two people that are yet to marry live with each other I would say yes but here is the reason why do not crucify me just yet I have my reasons based on experience my personal experiences and what I've seen so far around my community all right even if it's to live with them for just one month Maximum of one month. It's still called a living situation. If you're going to go over there to where your boyfriend lives. Or you know. To where your boyfriend lives. If you're going to be there on some weekends. Consistently. Where you actually get to sleep over. I would advise it. This is the reason why. For. Oh man it's getting windy outside. Okay. So. The reason why I would advise it is because if every goal or let me, let me back up on that because some people now date to never get married, but just to keep each other's company. All right. For a better part of us that are dating, the goal is to get married, right? So if you want to get married, don't you think it's actually advisable for you to fully understand where you're getting yourself planted into like you live your life independently or maybe you just grew up with your parents and around your siblings and the only living situation you've had will be with your siblings some other people are lucky to have roommates in school but still not the same as living with someone that you're about to get married to it's very important to live with them for a lot of reasons but i will only touch on a few because i'm not i don't write anything down so i just talk as it comes to mind so i don't have any detailed guidelines for how to do it but here my most common reason why i would say please live with someone you intend to marry and if you're a man listening make sure you live with your girlfriend for a little bit for moral reasons a little bit moving in for like two three years i don't know about that i honestly feel like if you live with a guy for a whole two three years the chances of you him marrying you is going to be extremely low because at that point he doesn't have a reason to marry you like all the benefits of a husband he's already getting it and he's probably split, um, splitting bills with you 50 50 because you guys are not married yet so technically um i wouldn't advise it to to, to leave for that long now let's get back to the main point you should live with whoever you want to marry because Most of us grew up with family, right? So the probability of your siblings doing as you say, like, hey, pick up that towel from the floor. Hey, is the dishes done? Hey, did you clean the house? So if you are the say the first born and you have younger siblings, that will be your position in running a home. If you are the last born, you'll be used to taking, you know instructions as to what to do or you'll be used to getting things done equally with your siblings, right? If you live with your friends in a dormitory because you're in school, there's a possibility, a high possibility that you're going to split everything with your roommate. Whose turn is it to clean up? Whose turn is it to, you know, cook if you eat meals together? Whose turn is it to buy groceries right but when you live with your girlfriend or you live with your boyfriend depending on your kind of relationship it's most likely going to look like one leader one follower okay a lot of men like to lead they like to be in the position of i run the home i own the home i provide for the home i'm the provider of the home so in that scenario of normality the woman would not be splitting bills with her man what she'll be doing will be just picking up little little bills here and there maybe like um grocery that she just you know thought last second let me buy because the rent has been paid for for the guy by the guy or the mortgage and maybe like the electricity bills the internet bills water bills whatever bills that comes along the way So the woman pays for detergent, pays for grocery, pays for the cleaner to come clean the house professionally. Those are like very little. You're not going to say you're splitting bills equally. So you're already practicing, okay, this man is going to be the head of our home. Right? And while he's doing that, mean that you are the woman of the home. You are responsible for the domestic part of the house, right? If you have a guy that is not exactly as clean as you, the best time to find out, and if you're a germophobe, right? The best time to find out will be when you are practicing living together. So the same way you're in a relationship and you're practicing, you're, you're currently dating, you're practicing and testing each other each other to see if you can get married right, is the exact same way you practice a living situation to see if you can coexist peacefully. Okay, so if the guy is not clean and you're a germaphobe, you will clash a lot, like it would, you get upset at every single thing he does wrong. For someone like me, right, I'm not a germaphobe, I like to organize things. So, the way I am wired mentally, if I put like my pen on a particular spot on my table, three years later, I would expect to find that pen there. If you move that pen, you would destabilize me because all because I wouldn't be able to think of anywhere else to look for this pen other than the place where I left it, right? So, I get upset. Like legit upset having to look for things. Most especially things that I've carefully placed in a particular place. Mine is not extreme. There are certain people that even their photo frame, you can't move it. Their bookmarkers don't touch it. Don't even move their books. Don't, don't like they know if anyone touches their stuff and they legit get mad. So imagine... You're dating this perfect guy and you didn't know that he's one of those people that they would say, don't touch my stuff. And you think that saying it from a place of bossiness. No, it's just that mentally it does something for them to be in a, in an organized environment. You might be a woman like that, right? And then you are probably dating a guy that plays basketball or is into some kind of sport when... When he comes back from the gym, he just drops his shoes over here, drops his gym bag over there, or he cooks, he cleans the pot and forgets about the pan, or he just doesn't wipe the the countertop clean, or he leaves condiment out there. You know, there are many things that such people will do that will get you constantly upset. They think it's normal, like, hey, it's no big deal. Let me just leave this thing on this countertop for, like, say, 20 minutes. I'll come back for it, right? But for those 20 minutes, you're losing your mind. Like, that thing should not be there. And you're tired of picking up after them. Kim Kardashian, from her interview, the main reason why she could not stand her second marriage was because she liked to organize. She liked to keep a clean house. But this guy didn't understand that. His dog was in the bed. His gym shoes were all over the place. Sweaty shoes. Sweaty clothes were all over the place. Like his closet is a mess. Honestly, I watched one episode, right? And is you know, clothes are all over the place. I watched one episode where she had just finished cleaning, right? And she was so happy. She's like, like, everything in her house is white. The wall, the couch, everything is white. She's that clean. So I, I said, wow, she, this house looks clean. She had just done it. She was so relaxed. She was happy. She's like, now nah, this is how I like my space, right? Even though she can't afford a maid, but she still wants her house done by herself. This, the next scene, this guy comes from the gym. He drops the bag, the gym bag by the door, lays on the white bed sheet with all his sweat all over his body. He lays on on day, gets the dog in the bed and kisses the dog. Then he removes his clothes and drops it on the floor in his closet. He went ahead to take a shower and by the time he came back looking for other shoes to wear, He kind of scattered the closet again. So all the shoes are all over the floor. I almost had a panic attack on behalf of Kim Kardashian. So it was no shock to me that three months later, she had announced their divorce. She said she couldn't handle it, that he lives like a pig. And many women don't have a problem with you living like a pig. You know why? Because you're one as well. That's the reason why it's very important for you to know the kind of person that you are getting married to. You have to, like, for your sanity. A guy that picks you up all the time, drops you off, you go to nice restaurants, you go to hotels, and all of that, is not the same as seeing them in their comfort zone and see how they live. It's really important if you know that tidiness it's part of your mental stability. Like you cannot work in a tidy environment. It's, it might look small, but I know there are people out there that would react. So imagine getting married, having like a big wedding, and then they're like six months later, you're separating, you're divorcing. Yeah, because it's nasty. Some people have a problem with the way you use the toothpaste. They'll say, don't press it from the middle, press it from the bottom. But it's just a toothpaste, there's no big deal. Well, I want what I want. So they're so used to living by themselves that you cannot mess with their things. But when it comes to marriage, there is no I or you anymore. It should be us. So their ability to compromise is a big deal. If you don't give them an opportunity to practice... Before you get to walk down the aisle, you will now begin to practice after marriage. And at that point, everything else gets overwhelming. Because now, not only are they trying to practice you moving their stuff, they have to get used to you snoring or you waking up late, you waking up too early, you making noise and you wake up while they still want to have their beauty sleep. All of that stuff. You won't you know it from a phone conversation that you have with them. You won't know it from text conversations. You will know it from living with them. Okay? I don't want to over- overflog that particular um, point, but it's the biggest one. The second biggest one is sharing spaces. Some people are not used to getting home and finding people in their house. So even though this person is their new spouse, you will see them ask for a lot of me time. You see them stay in their study a lot or stay in the bedroom by themselves playing video games or they're reading books by themselves or you just find them in the garden. Like they just want to be left alone. They they choose when they want to have company when they go outside of their home, right? That has been their lifestyle for a long time. They don't they want to be alone but they don't want to be lonely. So they go out for company and once they are done and over with everybody, they come back home. Where it's their own space where they can control. Now imagine marrying someone like that. If you don't warm him up to the idea that hey brah, you're gonna come home and I'm gonna be home, he will feel awkward. Do you, have you realized that some people, once they're done having like a one night stand with you, they'll tell you you can't sleep over because they don't want to wake up to see you. They want to wake up and be by themselves, you know? So, yes, there are people like that. They don't know, okay, I have one small bathroom. I'm going to have to give make space for you and your makeup stuff they're like why are you moving in already well i'm not moving in i just have my airbrush and my body lotion there well it's still too much stuff they don't want to share a drawer with you they don't want to share the bathroom with you they just look (laughs) they will hold on to their space as much as as long as possible do not be surprised when such people don't want to get married because they're not ready to share their space in any area. They not, they don't want to. They don't even want you to leave their, leave your charger, your phone charger in their house. I was once like that, where I was just used to my way, my way, my way. In fact, sometimes I'm still like that, where there are certain things I'm like, no, I don't want to make space for you. It's my space. But the whole point of, Marriage is your ability to leave your comfort zone, come to a point of compromise, to meet with someone that you didn't grow up with, but you've you've come a long way to get attached to. So your ability to open up and mix and blend together as one unit, that should be what your dating should be about so that when you get into marriage you're done learning now you're actually leaving yeah i know that's a lot to handle it's a whole lot to handle let's go to the next one the next one will be women or men that Are not ready for to take up responsibility of living people. Let me give you a flimsy example. A lady that is used to eating at restaurants all the time goes out for lunch during work, and she gets back. When she gets off work, she picks up lunch on her way uh, and dinner on her way home, and she's good. Next day, she has she picks up breakfast from a cafeteria. She's lived like that for what? 15 years, right? Tell me how you can get such a woman to remember to cook for you in the morning. She's like, she has a system that works for her. On my way to work, I pick up breakfast. I eat lunch at work. On my way home, I go to a restaurant. And I pick up my dinner. And I go home. And I repeat the same thing the next day. See? Not hard. Tell me. How a woman like that can remember to make your breakfast on weekends or to worry about dinner when she gets off work the ratio of men that would actually help you with such things is very very low because they feel as though I provide for the house financially the least she can do is fulfill your domestic obligations when I just got married I don't eat breakfast right no one in my family eats breakfast then I get married to a guy that believes strongly in breakfast couple of years after marriage I'm not gonna lie to you I still struggle with remembering that someone needs to eat breakfast of course he can make breakfast by himself right But if I'm not doing anything, it doesn't cost me, it shouldn't cost me that much energy to just make him breakfast. What is he going to eat? No big deal, right? But the problem is I do not remember that he needs to eat breakfast. Because I'm like constantly in starvation mode in the mornings. I don't remember that I'm not eating. I don't remember to eat. I begin to get hungry around like say 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Meanwhile, many normal people have had breakfast or they've had brunch. They're already thinking of lunch. But I'm just thinking of my first meal of the day. So when I, when we just met, I told them, I said, Look, I'm not trying to starve you. But food is the least thing that comes to my mind in the morning. Because when I wake up in the morning... I do my prayer, my daily meditation, whatever it is. I go through my phone, reply messages, and I just plan my day and get on with it. I don't eat until I feel hungry. But we have this different system. You can wake up hungry, but I don't wake up hungry, right? So said, mm, I noticed you don't eat in the morning, so that would make sense. I would try as much as possible to remind you that I'm not eating, or like for you to make me something or I can just do it myself. See, we had that conversation. Many people would have that conversation but they'll forget that they had it. So they'll begin to put pressure on the woman that does not make breakfast for them in the morning or pressure on the woman that forgets about dinner. And do you know what time I like to have dinner? 30. Because I want that to be the last thing that I do. Meanwhile, it's advisable to have dinner at 7.30. Honey, at 7.30, I've not even thought about what I feel like eating. And for me, I just don't eat what's available. Sometimes I do have cravings for what I want to eat. So, yes, I, I'm i supposed to. If I'm supposed to have dinner at 7.30 p.m., right? That means I should have been thinking about it at 5 p.m. But where am I at 5 p.m.? Working. Running errands. So, no, I'm not thinking about food. Like, honestly, I eat to stay alive. I'm not a foodie. If you, feel, if you want to impress someone like me, don't worry about food. Don't, food, nah. I'm a great cook. I don't worry about food. Okay? So, the fact that we had a conversation that I'm not always going to remember to feed you. He was already prepared for it. And because he's a good cook himself, it didn't bother him. But there are many men that like to eat, but they don't know how to cook it. Or they do know how to cook it, but they're too lazy to do it. So now, when they now have a woman in their house, guess what they'll be expecting? Food on the table all the time because she's the woman of the house. It's understandable that they would ask that. But it's unreasonable if you guys have not had, like, an agreement as to who does what and when. And when some women realize, okay, well, man, now I have to cook. Huh? It's a lot of work. Like, I can't keep up. Then they begin to cave under pressure pressure of running a home, one that they never really practiced. They never really practiced. I'm going to have to remember to take out the bed sheets every weekend and throw it in the laundry. My spouse can get out of the laundry, iron them, and fold them, or whatever it is that we do. You, you like That is the time for both of you to come together and work on a system of running a home. But if you go religious and you don't do all these things. Now tell me, when do you plan to start learning them and doing them efficiently? Because many couples get pregnant in like first six months of marriage. At least from the part of the world that I grew up in. Maybe in America, they... Actually, plan for marriage. Sorry, they plan for having kids. So, how do you not plan for living together? You plan for your wedding, you plan for okay, when to have kids, but you don't plan for how to coexist together. What do you think will happen? Your spouse has a habit of leaving the toilet seat up. It will get you on your nerves when you have to pee in the middle of the night and you sit. On that cold toilet. You'll be mad. You know. Or you expect. Oh I dropped the laundry in the machine. I expect him to get it out. He's watching video game. Why can't he get it out? Well he doesn't have the habit of doing it. His regular habit is to pick it up. Whenever he needs something out of that. Washing machine. So the way women are tidy. Women are on time. Keeping up a schedule. And you know all of that. Men don't have time for that. They go, uh, what's it called, <laughs> on as-needed basis. So, look at the couple that they, I was told about. They were engaged earlier in the year and the engagement had to break off because they lived together. I've not even touched personal hygiene yet. I've not touched personal hygiene of both people. Let's say you're listening to me from somewhere in Africa or many other parts of the world where you have to take a shower in the morning when you wake up and at night before you go to bed. Then you have, that's how you were raised, right? It's, I think Muslims do it too because of religion, yeah. Then now you end up with a guy that <laughs> probably lives in maybe somewhere in Australia where the weather is cold or whatever and then he thinks I don't even need to shower every day how will you cope?" and all of these things if you do not address them completely right they will become such big issues in the end you will not tell yourself we can live together if we can live together we cannot get married or stay married but you saved yourself the heartbreak of having a broken marriage because you checked out these things during your dating phase. You've seen that this guy, is is it, the way he wants to live his life is not ideal for the way I like to live my life. So even if I want to compromise, it's still too much to meet with him halfway because it's too much. I went on a date one time and you know me i always ask like realistic questions this dude orders food i think i told you guys before he ordered like went to like um ihop where they serve mostly breakfast menu right he ordered four different plates and i'm thinking okay you have a big appetite because it was a big buff guy you know I said, you have a big appetite? He said, yeah. Then I was like, oh, you must really like to cook. He said, no, I don't know how to cook. Then I looked at him like, wait, 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 wait. Let me do the quick mathematics. You like to eat this much, but you don't like to cook. You know what that meant? The woman he would marry, he would expect her to be great in the kitchen and love to cook. Because there's a difference between I'm a good cook and I like to cook. I am a good cook. I like to cook sometimes. There are sometimes I could go on like <laughs> cooking spree. And there are other times I'm like, nah, I'm not cooking this week. So imagine if I married a guy like that where he has a big appetite. Where you have to cook, 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 cook. Then you feel like I don't have time for anything else other than to nurture this guy. Well, if you had lived with him, you would have realized that he would eat like seven meals a day because sometimes people pretend you know like you guys go out they just take a little snack a little bit of ice cream and as soon as they leave you they're on their way to get a real meal because you have a lot of things that they want so they will go ahead and pretend a little bit just so that you know they can get you get you to marry them with the thinking that once you guys are married you'll stay true to your commitment and not leave but then someone is unhappy. The woman that has to do all this cooking, all this cleaning and has to share her space or the man has difficulty in sharing his space and the woman is thinking, what What am I doing wrong? Well, nothing. He just does not want you in his air. And the way you manage conflict, right, when you live together is different. You know, when you're on the phone, some people have a habit of hanging up the phone and the call. But when you're living with them, you have to learn how to manage conflict by forcing yourself to stay there in the face of the person that's really upset you and find respectful words to use. Or when you're super mad, you go into the next room, go calm down, come back out and try to finish the conversation. If you guys are you again, then you go back in the room, calm down and come back out again. You actually have to learn how to face your spouse when you're mad. When you're dating and you're not living together, you end the call. But if you don't practice how to manage conflict, which is, you know what? I'm going to have the talking stick. It's my turn to talk. Now it's your turn. If you don't form a system on how to manage your conflict, you guys will disrespect each other at all times. And... You would cave. It's really important. To learn. When you need to learn. Don't try to learn. When you need to actually do the work. It's overwhelming. It is really overwhelming. Because at that point. When you say I do. Your vows will be the last thing you remember. Because you're seeing all these things. That you have to do. And then you're talking. He's talking. And he's not listening to you. You know. trying to get into know someone is knowing them in their pajamas knowing them without makeup knowing them when they're relaxed knowing them like okay do you snore do you sleepwalk what are your habits when you wake up in the morning do you just wake up in the morning and listen to rap music do you wake up in the morning and work out what do you do when you wake up in the morning what time do we have to plan our future what are the future plans leaving a will always leave you in a honeymoon phase every single time you meet each other outside in public it's honeymoon phase honeymoon phase honeymoon phase but when would the real life start if anyone has any question in regards to this topic today please go ahead and send me an email leave me a comment whatever it is that you want to do Do not crucify me. I have my reasons for saying that you have to live with your partner before you marry them. It's very, very advisable. A broken relationship is better than a broken marriage. If you do not live with them and break up before marriage and then you live with them after marriage, you will break up in the first two years of marriage. Those are part of the factors that make people say, if your marriage survives the first two years, there's a higher chance that you'll survive long time because most marriages crash before the first two years because then you went from not knowing to not doing the work, the work that you never learned. A child that never crawls and wants to walk or run will fall, many many times everything in life is in stages is in steps you have to do it accordingly so that you don't frustrate yourself or you don't get exasperated with your new life in marriage imagine you have a spouse that doesn't tell you what you're wearing is bad because he's not used to it (laughs) meanwhile your sister has always picked out, picked out your outfit for you or your mom. So let us be careful. The reasons in which we do things should be good enough for us to launch forward and be diligent. Don't just say, oh, because of I was raised as a Christian, I was raised as, as a Muslim, I shouldn't do all these things. You don't have to sleep with them when you live with them. There's, that's something else you can talk about. You don't have to sleep with them. But not exposing yourself to... More detailed information beyond what they present to you is dangerous. I didn't plan to have such a long recording, but here I am as always. When I have more to think about on this topic, I will be sure to let you know. Thank you so much for listening and until next time, thank you for listening to The start. I love you. Bye. hope you like this episode there is more randomness to come do not forget to share this channel thank you and until next time goodbye